Good morning, good afternoon, and good night. My name is Zach, and welcome back to the Lightheaded Podcast. This is episode five. Now today, we're going to answer the most asked question in the history of questions, which is, what is the most cherished thing in most people's lives? If you said your significant other, you're dead wrong, because it's always the pets. Pets are everyone's true love. Even if you don't have a pet, a lot of times you'll like somebody else's pet, and it's way better. Now, if you don't like pets at all, I feel like you're lying, because everyone likes some kind of animal. Maybe you just can't have it as a pet. Before we get into all this, I have a lot to say about pets, because I love them. I like to share my socials. (laughs) Uh, If you want to email me for some information, maybe any guest appearances or anything like that, you can hit me up at lightheadedpodcast at gmail.com. That's L-I-G-H-T-H-E-A-D-E-D-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. You can find me on Instagram at the Lightheaded Podcast. That's spelled the exact same way with no capitals. If you want to add me on Snapchat, you can. I basically rant the same way that I rant here, just about stuff that I don't always talk about on here. That's Zach is Whack 23. Z-A-C-H-I-S-W-A-C-K-23. Now, if you want to send me a voice message, you can be included in my episodes. We could, we could basically talk back and forth. You can ask me questions. You can bring up topics that you want to talk about. I'll share my message link, and then you can send in a voice message, and you can be included in my episode. So if you'd like to do that, please do. I'd love to hear it. Hitting today's subject. Pets or animals in general, but specified down to pets. Now, we all know that almost everyone loves having pets. And if you don't love having a pet because you don't want to take the responsibility of taking care of one, everyone loves to pet a dog or feel a kitten purr, you know? There's just something so pleasant about it. And I think it has to do with the fact that you know that they won't do you wrong in the sense of lying or backstabbing. Yeah, they might mess up your couch one time if they're kind of rambunctious or unroll your toilet paper roll. But at the end of the day, that's not going to stop you from loving them. That's not going to make you feel betrayed. So everyone has a soft spot in their heart for pets, I think. I mean, you could be in a room with all the toughest guys in the world and if you bring in a small puppy i guarantee you they will all stop talking at a deeper tone because when you're in a room full of men your tone automatically gets deeper so you'd be walking in and let's say you walk in before the pet you walk in it's like hey man so like the other day i was like benching like 750 right and then i saw a hot chick walk by and i was like totally gonna smash And then you bring in the pet, right? He will be talking about it and turn and see the pet. And he'll be like, yeah, so the other, oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's so cute. Look at it. Look at his cheeks. Oh, I need to pet him. Come here. Come here. Yeah, that's how it is. I mean, I've seen it with my own eyes. There are plenty of tough guys that I know. And when they see a dog, they melt. Or a kitten. Which, to me, a kitten is even funnier. There's nothing... Specifically different about a cat, but cats are much more fragile than dogs, I think. Depending on the dog, of course. I mean, there's like the little kick dogs or whatever, but when I think of a dog, I'm thinking, you know, a real thick boy, you know? 
But I love it when a huge, just buff guy has like a teeny tiny cat that he just loves with all his heart. It's adorable. <laughs> Nobody can hide their soft side at all times. But I think it has to do with, like I said, they're not going to betray you. They're not going to backstab you because they're reliable. You know, at the end of the day, you can come home from work. If you had a terrible day at work. If you had just a, a fight with your significant other or something, you can always get your pet and cuddle or even be in the same room with them. I mean, some pets don't like to cuddle, but for me, I think being around a pet increases my mood exponentially just because even if they're not cuddling with you, you can play with them. You can just see how they react and you can focus on that. And it takes your mind off of things for a long time. And it's something to do. And when I say it's something to do, I mean, it's something to take care of. It teaches you responsibility. Me, myself, I was a freshman in high school and I wanted a chinchilla really bad. And I know that's like a really random and specific pet, but I really wanted a chinchilla. I think they're adorable. I still do. I just don't want one anymore. I mean, I wouldn't mind having one, but I'm not going to actively search for one. But they like take dust baths and stuff because they can't get their fur wet because it's so thick and soft and they're just adorable in every way. But they're pretty expensive because they are kind of, in a, in a sense, exotic. But my mom was like, I don't know about a chinchilla, but we can get you a puppy. And so we found a puppy. She's, her owners, her original owners, said that she was a boxer and German shepherd mix. We got there, and that mom was a straight-up pit bull. No doubt about it, which, if you ask me, is perfect. I love pit bulls. I think they get a horrible rap. I think that banning them from cities is the most outlandish thing in the world. How can you ban a dog when the dog is not growing up to be evil or mean or attack children? It's their owners that are treating them in a horrible way. That can happen with any dog, any animal. If you treat it with horrible, nasty thoughts and ideals and everything, they're going to grow up to be like that. But if you show them love and dedication and reliability and safety, they're not going to go out and just attack a random kid. I know that for a fact. <laughs> and the majority, 99% of pit bulls, are the most lovable dogs that I've ever seen. They absolutely love everyone. But because a couple pit bulls got a bad rap and were attacking kids because of terrible owners that bred them for dog fighting because pit bulls are a stocky breed, now they're getting banned from random cities. And depending on if you're in an apartment complex or whatever, you have to make sure that it's okay with the the apartment complex owner and stuff. It's like, it's such trash. Because if you if you think about it, a Rottweiler is way more aggressive than a pit bull. A German Shepherd's bite is stronger than a pit bull. But we're not going to worry about those because they just haven't had any national news coverage. It's the most outlandish thing to me. But trying to go back to where I was originally before I went on a rant about pit bulls. It was about my puppy, right? We got there. Mom was definitely a pit bull. I didn't care. I fell in love with that little puppy. And so we named her Aggie, A-G-G-I-E, 
And some may think that's like Texas, the Texas A&M, but it's not. It's like an agate stone, which is Michigan's uh, state stone. And we named her at that because her fur looks exactly like an agate stone, but we can't exactly call a dog agate. So we decided on Aggie, which I think is cute. I love her with all my heart. I've had her since freshman year of high school. I slept with her. I did everything. When she was brand new, she was a puppy. We put the kennel out in the living room. And that way, if she had to go to the bathroom real quick, I could hear her whine and I could just open the door and let her out. We didn't have to worry about like getting her out of the room and stuff like that. But because she was sleeping in the living room under the kennel, in the kennel, sorry, I slept out in the living room. And she was very, very attached, I think, to her mother. So when we got her, she became very attached to my family. And the first was fortunately me because I slept outside her kennel. And she was so attached that she was whining all night. So I would sleep on the ground and then I'd open up her kennel and she would just cuddle up to me. And it was the most adorable thing that I think I've ever experienced. And then when she'd have to get out, she'd want to go out, she'd whine and I'd wake up and I'd let her out. And that's how he potty trained her. But not too long after that, she ended up coming down with a sickness and not the cool way. Like, come on, get up. Come on, get down with the sickness. No, 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 no. She got horribly sick, deathly sick, shivering. We didn't know she was going to make it. We don't know what caused it. I don't remember exactly what the sickness was, but we started wrapping her up in like heated blankets and stuff like that. And we'd hold her in, in this recliner that we had. And what we didn't realize is because that was her safe space at that time is that recliner became her recliner. She's not allowed on any other furniture, but that recliner. Oh, that's a lie. I forgot. We got weak. We let her on the couches downstairs, but originally before we got weak, she was only allowed on the recliner because that was like her safe area. So anytime you're sitting in the, in the recliner, and this is still to this day, she will jump up there with you and try and cuddle which is amazing and adorable. But she got sick. Luckily, she pulled through. I still don't remember what it was, but later on, she had a puppy play date with one of my best friend's dogs because one of my childhood best friends got a puppy very shortly after I got a puppy. So we started having them do play dates almost every day. Well, they were running around my house and they ran into the kitchen. And this is when they're still brand new puppies. Very, very short. They can run under coffee tables and stuff like that with no problem. Well, they ran under the kitchen table. And one side of my kitchen table had a bench. I guess Aggie was a little bit too tall for the bench. Because her back hit the bench as she was run running underneath it. It tipped over and she kept going. So it tipped over and smashed onto her tail. The corner completely tore through her tail. Her tail was like hanging on by a thread, basically. And it, it was horrifying. All I saw was blood everywhere. And I looked over and she was bloody. And when you're a, when you're a brand new dog owner, especially as a freshman in high school, I was not ready for that. <laughs> so my parents acted quickly. They scooped her right up, took her to the vet. The vet patched up her tail. She had a club on her tail for like weeks. It was hilarious. 
but she actually kept her tail, but her tail stopped growing. So nowadays, she's a pretty thick girl. She's, she's heavy set for sure. She looks like a sausage roll, but her tail is super skinny. So my family calls it the rat tail because she's just got a thick body and just this tiny tail coming out the back. But, and she is a junkyard dog. I, like I said, they said the, the original owners had said she was a different type of breed. And then we found out she was another. So I don't know exactly who the dad, what type of breed the dad was. So I just have always known her as like a junkyard dog that has some pit in her. But she is, she's not your like typical cute dog. She's not like furry and fluffy and she's short haired, just like ugly cute. So just weirdly cute. And I can't explain it. Maybe it's just because from a, from a father perspective, but she is adorable in every way. But after the tail incident, right? She heals up her tail. She's doing great. She's going through life. I am, this is probably like a year or two later, maybe. No, nah, maybe not. It was, it was a, maybe a year later, if not a couple months after the tail incident. We were doing something in the backyard that required a lot of movement of rock and stuff like that. So I think we closed off the deck with just some furniture to try and stop the dogs from going over it. That worked for every other dog, but Aggie was very energetic when she was young. So she tried to jump over it. Apparently her leg got caught as she jumped over it and fell down the stairs after that. Basically like sprained her leg, right? And I know what you're thinking. What's going on in the Leithhead household? where they are abusing this dog. But I swear to you, we love dogs more than anything else in this world. But <laughs> Aggie had a really rough time of it growing up for no real reason. It was never us. It was always an unfortunate accident, a series of unfortunate events. There you go. Pull out some Jim Carrey. Hello, hello, hello. But she ended up spraining her leg or whatever. She had to get a cast for that. So at this point in time, she has now had a cast on her tail. She has now had a cast on her leg. And she almost died from a sickness as soon as we got her. So fast forward about two years. I'm 16. Oh, no, I'm probably 17 because I, it was the summer going into my senior year of high school. Probably 17 or 18. And my family went on a trip to Japan. And we were gone for about two, maybe three weeks. My oldest brother did not go. My, my oldest brother is 12 years older than me. So he had his own life going on. He was well, I moved out of the house. He had his own house, his own life. So he, he was working and he couldn't, he couldn't make it work. So we actually left our dogs with him. And while we were gone, we found out that Aggie almost died again because she had a low white blood cell count and she has some, some disease that makes it hard for her white blood cells to regenerate. I forgot the exact name of it, but the entire time I'm in Japan, I'm worried sick about her wondering if she's going to make it because it's to the point where they don't even know if she's going to make it out of it. 
they're doing tests and they're giving her medicines, just hoping they're working. But we finally come back from Japan and she's okay. She made it out. I also forgot to mention that she's hip dysplasia, which means that if she runs around or gets tossed around on her hips too much, she will be in pretty extreme pain. And so that was another reason why she loved that recliner. Because anytime we, I'd take her to the dog park, her and the other dogs would wrestle around and they'd have a good time. But afterwards, she'd be, she'd be like an old person. You know, she's always had like an old body, old mindset. Because she'd go out, she'd be playing with the other kids, and then we'd get back to the house and she'd be like, Okay, yeah, Dad, get me in the chair. I need the blanket with the warmth. And I need you to sit with me because my hips hurt. She, I don't know why I gave her that voice, but she's a princess, so she sounds much prettier than that. <laughs> but she has hip dysplasia. She has the low white blood cell count. She's allergic to freaking everything. Chicken, the grass, the world, anything you can really think of. She is allergic to it. We have to get her special food. We have to make sure she's not, we don't take her to dog parks anymore. Because she would hurt her hips and then she'd like be throwing an allergic fit. So she is just, she's a medical disaster, to be honest. And if, if she didn't come to my family, my family isn't like rich, but we're, we're okay. We're well off. We were, we were able to pay for the medical treatments that we needed. Who knows what would have happened to her? Because, man, if it was the wild... She would have been taken out, man. She is too sweet. She has too many medical problems. She's too trusting. Yeah, she she wouldn't have made it. So I'm thankful that I have her. But this was this turned into a huge rant about my dog that none of you know. I mean, some of you know. But <laughs> for those of you that don't know, I'd love for you to meet her. <laughs> Maybe I'll post a picture about her soon. I just saved a picture of her. When we were just not brand new getting her, she was like eight weeks old when I think this picture was taken. She was adorable. So maybe I'll post that one. Look out for that. That's adorable. But going back to the main topic, pets are everyone's release. No matter who you are, no matter how tough you are, no matter if it's a dog, cat, bird, reptile, maybe you have an exotic capuchin monkey. And I'm, this is not me saying that you should have exotic pets, but some people do. Some people have the tigers, you know, like, oh, God, what's his name? Uh, the, the guy that was the, the tiger guy, you know, like, I'll never financially recover from this, that guy. Joe Exotic, I got it. <laughs> so some people got the tigers, you know, and people got all these pets and everyone finds something in them that they love. And that they never want to leave. And that's why it feels like when a pet dies, it hits you hard. I have three dogs back home, Aggie being my girl. And then there's two other dogs that are older than her that I have had in my family for years and years. I can't imagine how much it's going to hurt when they finally pass away. It's upsetting to even think about because it's like losing an actual family member. It's like losing a loved one, a brother, a sister, whatever you want to call it. But that hurts, man. <laughs> and, you know, 
I'd be a liar if I said I hadn't shed a tear or two from pets that I had had in the past passing. Except for one. I don't know if I shed a tear over this. I don't remember. When I was in, I think, I think middle school, maybe, I got a guinea pig. And I named him Smokey because he was all black. I know it's completely original. And he was a dick. Just a straight up dick. Dude did not like anyone. He didn't. He just, he was a hassle, right? Well, come to find out he had mites. And the mites had progressed to a point where he wasn't going to make it. So we, we had to put him down. I didn't have him for very long, maybe a couple months. But man, I don't know if I shed a tear over him just because he was so new. And he was such an asshole to everyone in my family. It was just not a good mix, you know? <laughs> but you know, I still loved him. Don't get me wrong. It's not that I didn't love the guy. But he just wasn't, he wasn't exactly sweet as Aggie is or any of my other pets. But moving along from any unfortunate guinea pigs, this episode is going to be just a little bit shorter. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going to say that over this weekend, it was a four-day for me. So I got Friday and Monday off. And yesterday, I was like, oh, cool. I'll make my podcast on Tuesday, so I will plan for my show on Monday night. And then my friend was like, it's Monday. Which means I had to come up with a topic for my podcast and then make it all on the same day, which is something I don't like to do because... I can't flush it out very much, but I was also tired today after work, so I just slept and, you know, now I got to get this out there because I'm a man of my word. It's Tuesday and Fridays, people. Tuesdays and Fridays, I will always release a new episode, which this Friday, I have a very exciting episode. We are going to have our first guest on. It's going to be a conference call, so if the audio is a little bit worse than it is now, I do apologize, but it's going to be... Basically, it's going to sound like a, a call. And so it's going to be a conference call that's recorded. And it's going to be with a man who's been in the comedy business and entertainment business for over 40 years. He hit me up to try and spread the message for his podcast. So be sure to go check him out when I give him the shout out next episode. And I'm really looking forward to it. We're going to talk about a lot of stand up, a lot of early, early 90s, late 80s to early 2000s stand up which was a very, very good time for stand-up. And I'm super excited to talk to him. I can't wait to do it, and I hope all of y'all come check it out. It's going to be super exciting, my first guest. I'm a little bit nervous because, I mean, what? We're, it's going to be my sixth episode, and now I have my first guest. I am not qualified for this, but don't tell anyone else that. <laughs> As I tell everyone else that. <laughs> but... Like I said at the beginning, you can follow me on my socials, lightheadedpodcast at gmail.com, the lightheaded podcast on Instagram, Zach is whack 23 that Zach is with an H, that's for Snapchat, and you can also send me a voice message, which I will include the link to if you want to get on the anchor and send me a voice message to talk to. So I will catch y'all in the next one. I wish you a good morning, a good afternoon, and good night. Sending love and peace your way.